Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? More children die in our country by gunfire every year than on-duty police officers and active military members combined. You cannot rent a car until you are 25. You can't go to a casino until you're 21. You can't book a hotel room until you're 21. You can't purchase alcohol until you're 21. You can't be an Uber driver in this country until you're 21. Under federal law, the minimum age to buy a handgun from a licensed dealer is 21 any gun. But the age limit drops to 18 if the gun is purchased from a private, unlicensed seller, which could be a neighbor, or someone online, or a seller at a gun shop. The average firearm homicide rate in states without background checks is 58% higher and the average in states with background check laws in place. As of 2017, only 13 states have laws requiring universal background checks. When our country had an assault weapons ban from 1994 to 2004, mass shootings went down by 43%. After the ban expired, mass shootings The AR-15 is a semi-automatic assault weapon. It is no longer banned. It is the weapon that was used to murder innocent people in Tulsa, in Uvalde, in Buffalo, in Boulder, in Orlando, in Kirkland, in Las Vegas, in Aurora, in Sandy Hook, in Nashville, in San Bernardino, in Midland, in Poway, in Sutherland Springs, in Pittsburgh, and I could just keep going. most recent year for which complete data is available, there were 45,222 gun deaths in our country. Americans are 10 times more likely to be killed by guns than people in other countries of similar socioeconomic status. Pre-pandemic, about 30% of American adults owned a gun, according to a Pew Research Center survey. Another 33% rejected the idea of gun ownership. The remainder, about 36%, did not happen to own a gun at the time they were asked the question, but had either owned a gun in the past or could imagine owning a gun in the future. In 2020, the future came and millions of people lined up at gun shops, pandemic stimulus dollars in hand. They were not buying weapons for hunting, only about 11.5 million Americans hunt in a given year, according to the latest Department of Interior survey. That's fewer than the number of people who attend a professional ballet performance. In virtually every way that can be measured, owning a firearm makes the owner, the owner's family, and the people around the owner less safe. <laughs> weapons Americans buy to protect their loved ones are the weapons that end up being accidentally discharged into their loved one's leg or chest or head are used by their loved ones for self-harm or they're stolen and 
they're used by criminals for robberies and money. Or they're used to murder ex-partners. Or as the record shows, in case after case, guns escalate ordinary disputes into homicides or attempted homicides. In March 2020, a man was fatally shot in the head after an altercation over a parking space in an Atlanta shopping mall. In August of 2020, a 75-year-old Nashville homeowner reportedly shot and wounded a landscaper for not properly hauling brush from his property. <clears throat> in November of 2020, a gun owner shot and killed a teenager for playing music too loudly in the parking lot of the motel where they were both staying. Again, I could just go on and on. On the heights beside the way, wisdom stands at the crossroads. Gun violence and hate crimes are often combined in our country, in mosques, in synagogues, and churches against people of color. Here are your reparations, is the bone-chilling phrase scrawled across one of the firearms used by the 18-year-old white supremacist accused of shooting 13 people, 10 of whom died, at the Topps grocery store in Buffalo, New York, on Saturday, May 15th. The shooter used this phrase to mock the idea of reparations as a repentant response to centuries of slavery and the continuing impact of slavery on black people in our country. According to a 2017 study, the last one done, some 4.5 million American women have been threatened by gun-wielding partners or former partners. Almost 1 million American women have survived after a gun was used by a partner against them. Gun violence is now the leading cause of death for children and teenagers in our country. People of color for women, for children and teens, for all of us, we must listen to wisdom's call. Beside the gate in the front of the town, at the entrance of the portals, wisdom cries out. To you, O oh people, I call, and my cry is to all that live. Church historian Bill Leonard, in an article entitled Mass Shootings, DNA Swabs, and Gospel Triage, America 2022, invites us to consider the known gun violence of one week to get a sense of what's happening. On June 2nd, barely a week after Uvalde, a gunman killed four people in, Tul in a Tulsa hospital after buying an AR-15 style firearm that very day. On June 2nd, literally three minutes after President Biden's response to the barrage of mass shootings, a man with a nine millimeter handgun murdered two women outside Cornerstone Church in Ames, Iowa, where a student Bible study was underway. The shooter had been charged with sexual harassment of one of the women only the day before. During the weekend of June 3rd through June 5th, some 17 people died 
and at least 69 were wounded in multiple mass shootings across the United States. A mass shooting is defined as four or more people killed or wounded. That list included June 3rd, a retired Wisconsin judge shot and killed in his home in what authorities called a targeted act by a man who sentenced to prison six years before. The shooter, who also killed himself at the scene, targeted three other government officials. June 4th, eight people shot at a graduation party in South Carolina, one dead and seven wounded, six of them 17 years old or younger. June 4th, several active shooters fired into a large crowd of late night revelers in Philadelphia. Two people died, two from gunshots and one struck by a vehicle while trying to flee the scene. June 5th, 14 people were injured by multiple shooters near a nightclub in Chattanooga. Three people died, two with gunshots and one struck by a car trying to escape shooting. And today's mass shootings, you can die from gunshots or attempting to run away. Already, 246 mass shootings have occurred in the United States this year. 246 mass shootings in our country this year. That's an average of 11 per week since January 1st. Has not wisdom called? Does not understanding raise her voice? What then should we do? Thoughts and prayers seem to be the only action item that many are willing to take, but friends, God is fed up with empty thoughts and prayers, and God's been fed up with them since the days of the prophets. You all know the line from Amos that Reverend Dr. King made famous, let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like an overflowing stream. Just before those words, the prophet Amos cries, I hate, this is God's voice, I hate, I despise your festivals, I take no delight in your solemn assemblies. Even though you offer me your burnt offerings and your grain offerings, I will not accept them. And the offerings of well-being of your fatted animals, I won't even look upon them. Take away the noise of your songs. I will not listen to the melody of your harps, but let justice roll down like waters, and righteousness like an overflowing stream. In Isaiah chapter 1 that I want to read to you from the message, we find why this frenzy of sacrifices, again, this is God's voice, Quit your worship charades. I can't stand your trivial religious games. Monthly conferences, weekly Sabbath, special meetings. Meetings, meetings, meetings. I can't stand one more. Meetings for this, meetings for that. I hate them. You've worn me out. I'm sick of your religion, religion, religion. When you go right on murdering. When you put on your next prayer performance, I'll be looking the other way. No matter how long or loud or often you pray, I won't be listening. You know why? Because you've been tearing people to pieces and your hands are bloody. Thoughts and prayers. God's already addressed.
address that solution and found it wanting. Quit your worship charades. When you put on your next prayer performance, God says, I won't be looking. I won't be listening. And do you know why? Because you've been tearing people to pieces and your hands are bloody. So no more thoughts and prayers. What then? What then? Is there nothing we can do? I know it's our birthday. And I'm asking you, I'm asking us, can we hear wisdom's call once again? A call we've heard and followed over and over through the years. As a church, we've heard wisdom's call as we've sought to be anti-racist. We've heard wisdom's call as we've celebrated women in leadership roles. We've heard wisdom's call as we've sought to live our welcome and our complete affirmation of LGBTQ plus people. We've heard and followed wisdom's call as we've sought to put our love into action, into feeding and tending and caring. Wisdom is calling now about gun violence. Wisdom is crying once again in the streets. Can we hear her? Will we join with others and demand change? The following list is incomplete. And if you need a place to start, here's one. At the very least, we need to reinstate the assault weapons ban. We need to enact a ban on high-capacity magazines. We must require and expand background checks in every state in our country. We need to raise the gun ownership age nationwide at least to 21. To create better gun permit laws with fewer loopholes. We need to enact a waiting period for purchasing firearms. This would help address mass killings and suicide, given that the act of suicide is often impulsive. There's also evidence that copycat shootings occur within 14 days of mass shootings. So a waiting period would address each of those things. We must require gun owner licensing and education we need to treat gun ownership more like vehicle ownership. For most of the things I've mentioned so far, we must vote. We need to make our voices heard. Vote, get your friends to vote, get your friends to join you in letter writing and protesting and demanding that our politicians do more than pander. Right now, today, if you haven't already done so, consider joining Moms Demand Action for Gun Sense in America or March for Our Lives or Texas Impact. What can we do? We can do something. We can gather and act. We can join together to do this work. We already are. Keep letting us know when you're marching or writing or protesting. We can do this together. We must not look away. I know that gun violence is not the only thing that needs our actions and our efforts. We must continue our work for anti-racism 
reproductive justice and inclusion. We must confront poverty and hate and injustice. We must be a voice opposing Christian nationalism. We must continue our ongoing efforts for the earth. We must work for solutions to our country's health care crisis. There is so much to be done. The tohu wabohu, the chaos and desolation is all around us. But we are not alone. Wisdom has been with us from the beginning. God, all the love in the universe, God, the Holy One, is with us. And we're together. I'm grateful as we celebrate our birthday today, and I'm grateful, honestly, every day, that none of this work is asked of us alone. We have God, we have wisdom, we have each other. We can continue the long history we have as a church, as a congregation, and joining wisdom and acting and living love every day. Wisdom is crying in the street, but we hear her.